direct from Music City. This is live from Nashville. First thing I remember knowing was a lonesome whistle blowing and a youngin's dream of growing up to ride. On a freight train leaving town, not knowing where I'm bound, and no one could change my mind but Mama tried. The one and only rebel child from a family meek and mild, my Mama seemed to know what lay in store. Despite all my Sunday learning, towards the bad I kept on turning, till Mama couldn't hold me anymore. And I turned 21 in prison, doing life without parole. No one could steer me right, but Mama tried, Mama tried, Mama tried to raise me better, but her pleading I denied. That leaves only me to blame, cause Mama tried. Dear old daddy, rest his soul Left my mom a heavy load She tried so very hard to fill his shoes Working hours without rest Wanted me to have the best She tried to raise me right, but I refused And I turned 21 in prison Doing life without parole no one could steer me right, but Mama tried, Mama tried, Mama tried to raise me better, but her pleading I denied, that leaves only me to blame, cause Mama tried. Well, good Saturday from Nashville, Tennessee, I'm your host, Gary Holt. Joining me is my co-host, my wife, the lovely Mary Kay. Hey, Mary Kay. Hey, honey. How are you? I am doing fine. Doing fine. So we kick <laughs> things off today with Merle Haggard and his wonderful song, Mama Tried. And they just had a tribute show at the Grand Ole Opry this past week oh, for Merle that's Haggard. Right. So, yeah, that's what right. a what a great show it was with some amazing artists. But he was just mm-hmm. an absolutely fantastic performer and greatly, greatly missed still. We have a wonderful show today coming our audience's way. So do you know who's going to be joining us today, my dear? I I do. We've got Christy Kalen calling in from Texas, I presume. And also, we've got a very special guest, Donnie Winters, will be joining us in the second half of our show. All right. So we're looking forward to talking with Christy. And the legendary Donnie Winters will be on in the second half of the show. So we're looking forward to visiting with both of them. But right now, let's take a listen to a great song from Christy Kalen. It's called Somewhere Out in Texas. We'll be right back to visit with her today on Live from Nashville. The city lines gave me that. 
Oh, I'm so glad to be on your show, and I'm I'm so grateful and thankful to you both for for having me on your show. I'm excited to be here today. Now you started to say something about that song that we just played. Oh, somewhere out in Texas. Yes, um, and I am. I'm I'm out in Fort Worth, Texas. So uh, that's I, I make my home. So. Yeah, yeah, Fort Worth. You know, that's that's where the West began. In case you didn't know that, so <laughs> I have to say um, because know, hey, of Tennessee, though I, I do have to say because of Tennessee. Yes, had been Sam Houston, had been Sam Houston and David Crockett. That's you know there right. would be no Texas. All right, go That's ahead. That's right, Tennessee and Texas. Yeah, carry on now. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> uh, now you know that song. Um, I, I absolutely love that song, and it you know it talks about. Bob Wills, you know, they're dancing to a Bob Wills song, and I was, my first appearance on, was live on KGMAM radio in the stockyards here in Fort Worth, and I was two years old, my my dad had had a band, and so he, he oh, wow. on stage with, yeah, so I grew up, you know, in the country music world, traditional country music, and we had, um, you know, Southern Gospel, and uh, bluegrass in our family as well and so but he um he put me on stage with we were live with bob wills and the texas playboys <laughs> and oh, i wow. was singing ro- roly-poly holding on to his leg at two years old so you know, I, I can't i'm like Who, you can't even talk at two years old you know <laughs> so, <laughs> oh gosh much less Wow. Yeah. You know, I I, thought of that story. I had read it in your bio. And when you mentioned Bob Wilson, the song, I thought, yeah, there's that connection there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I didn't write that song. That song was, um, that was written by Ray Pennington. And, you know, of course, Ray Price recorded it, Curtis Potter. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm sure there's some other indie artists, you know, that have cut it as well, but I just I love that song, you know. It just yeah, everything about me, you know. So. Well, it was a great way to start yeah. the show today, and, yeah. uh, and and by the way, since you mentioned Fort Worth, uh, our sympathies go out. They just had that tremendous fire out there at the Cadillac Bar, and uh, oh, have you been I able know. to get down there to see that? Have you have you seen? I- I have not yet, but it's, you know, there's, there are pictures posted everywhere and there's, you know, stories and just devastating, but you know what, you guys, I, I read that and how that happened, I don't know, but it, they, it didn't burn to the ground. It just kind of gutted it, but, but the inside down in the Cadillac inside the bar was just from, just had smoke, um, and water. And water damage. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. everything else is still sitting, you know, I mean, still in place, which was pretty amazing to me. Well, it yeah. is amazing. Okay. And the and the cool thing was is that uh, he said if it was structurally sound, they would be back. So that's oh, something right. to look yeah. forward to. I think that was built yeah. in around 1908 or thereabouts, if I'm not mistaken. It's the old, yes, it's the oldest building in the stockyard. Which yeah. is kind of yeah. hard to believe because you you look at all of them and you're like, wow, they're you know I used to play at at Pearl's Dance Hall, which is just a right up right up the street, right up uh, Exchange, and um, and Pearl's Dance Hall was just a 
great. I don't know if you guys have ever been there, but oh, yeah. uh, of course it's it's since closed. Um, but it, it changed hands a lot. But Pearl's Dance Hall and Saloon was a really fun place to play. It was small, but every art, you know, Johnny Bush, um, all the you know Texas artists, Leona Williams, and you know everybody played there, and it just was it was a home for me. Um, I was I played there a lot, and so and that so it's mm. kind of you know with the, with with the, that not being there, and then this happening with with Cadillac Bar, and it's just it's really sad. To see. Yeah. Well, it is, and it's yeah. it's so sad to to see uh, so many historic buildings that are lost, whether it's in Fort Worth or you know Music Row in Nashville, and and uh, right. they say that that's progress. But I don't know that it is, you know. Huh. I'm not sure that it is wow. progress. But yeah. uh, anyway, we want to find out more about your growing up from two uh-huh. years old playing with Bob Wilson singing Roly Poly uh-huh. uh, <laughs> to how you decided to get into music, you know, full time. But before we do that, let's take a listen to another song. From the album Honky Talks and Heartaches, it's called Wild Side of Life. And we'll be back and talk more with Christy Kalin today in just a moment on Live from Nashville. Yeah. 
Very nice. That's a Hank Thompson tribute there. Yes, yes, it is. Uh, Chuck Hancock, uh, who produced this album, he he went back and and rewrote that song in third person, and so it's kind of neat how you know no one else has that version. And Hank and in his uh, widow and I was super close to them, super super close, and and I you know performed several shows with Hank and. Um, but, you know, and he passed away and, and then, um, I was really a big part in, in Anne's life and, and up until just this past, this year she passed away and so we lost her, but mm. I did a, yeah, so I, it was kind of a tribute, you know, to, to her and, and to Hank as well. So I think, I think Hank would be very proud that that we rewrote it. <laughs> so, I think you would. I think so. Well, I think you would. <laughs> I think so. But, you know, uh, anyway, um, you were talking a little bit about your start in music, and, you know, reading through your bio, you've been able to work with a lot, a lot of amazing artists, and you've done, you've worked, you know, really internationally all over the world. Uh-huh. And yes, I you, have. you were mentioning Hank Thompson, and I guess I'm mentioning all this because, I think in a music career, when you start out, you don't realize that you are living history. And as you as you go along in your career, and people pass, and you know you have you have these experiences starting to accumulate, you realize how precious uh-huh. every every Absolutely. event is. Do you right, do you yeah. feel like in this latest album that you that your travels and the people and the artists you've worked with? How do you think that they've affected this new album? Oh well, I mean, I this all these artists, you know, like like we were saying, you know, that's that's in my bio here, and who I've worked with, um, you know, they're they're still like Joe Stampley and Mo Bandy, and um, you know, some of the a lot of them have passed on, and I'm glad I'm I'm so so honored and and thankful and grateful to carry the torch you know and uh but like you know there there are several of these artists that are still out there performing and i'm just i i love you know traditional country music is is my passion and my my love and that's what i grew up on and so i'm you know i'm carrying on my dad you know uh, his I'm carrying his torch as well, you know. Yeah. So, and and he played, and you know, he played all the honky tonks around Texas and and travel, and he had the opportunity to to go out with Johnny Duncan, and he and Johnny were were really good good buddies, and and so, but he didn't, you know, want to leave my sister and I, and and so he just chose to to stay around, but he made he made a name for himself, you know, in in Texas. And, um, of course, we've since lost him. He passed in, in 1999 at age 55 of a master. Oh, wow. Night. I'm sorry. Wow. Very yeah. Good. And, yes. And so we were doing a show. We were getting ready to do a show that week, and, and we were uh, writing a song called This House is Upside Down. I was going through a, a, a divorce in my life at that time. And so we were writing a song called This House is Upside Down, and... Uh, we didn't get to finish it, and so I, I never did finish it. 
and it's still oh, kind of wow. pushed back in the archives. But, uh, but yeah, all these artists are just, you know, with Gene Watson and, um, gosh, like I said, Joe Stamply, Mo Bandy, you know, Patty Loveless. My gosh, it just doesn't get any better mm-hmm. than Patty Loveless. And Willie Nelson, you know, he's still going strong, going <laughs> strong. <so. laughs> he is, isn't he? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, oh my goodness. But I have a question. What? So, uh, okay. when did you decide, or did you ever decide to make music your career, or was it just something that happened? I mean, you were in, um, you were, your family was in it, you know. Yeah, yeah. I had a huge, uh, I had a huge musical family, and um, so I just, you know, I grew up in it. I grew up in in country music and bluegrass and gospel and it just was born and bred into me and I believe um, I was told even when I was uh, just little bitty learning to walk you know in a walker my I would go around humming and singing do 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 looking out my back door you know (laughs) (laughs) you know and my dad you know like we, we were saying my dad had a band and so I um, would play with him some, you know, I got into, in, into my high school, you know, I was country when country wasn't cool. You know, I lived well, and that cool. Time. Yeah. 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 It wasn't yeah. cool. And I dated the quarterback of our football team who had a rock band and I was in a country band. So we were kind of like the Donnie Osmond, you know, um, Donnie Marie Osmond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. song. So, uh, I'm a little bit country and he's a little bit rock and roll, but a lot of, a lot of my friends, I don't know why, um, a lot of them don't even, uh, didn't even know that I was traveling and playing, you know, with my dad's band and right. it's just really fun until, you know, years later when I had my first CD release party and they all came out and they're like, wow, we didn't even know, you know, that you, <laughs> we knew that <laughs> you sang and all that, but we had no idea you were out there. No idea. Campus. Yeah, so, but I well, think, you know, it just it's just always been, you know, my my dad would have his rehearsals, band rehearsals at the house, and my sister and I would just, we'd go to sleep to the beating of the drum, you know, it was right there in your ear, oh, you know, so, yeah. <laughs> but it just, you know, I think that that's just what the good Lord um, has blessed me with, and and that's what I'm supposed to be doing, and that's what I'm here doing. So there you go. There you kind of kind of kind of interesting, Christy, because our next guest, uh, Donnie Winters, uh, and I don't uh-huh. know if you're familiar with Donnie and the Winters Brothers Band, but Donnie's uh-huh. grandfather was Pop Winters, and uh, and he was a performer. And his daddy uh-huh. was Don Winters, who toured with Marty Robbins, and he was a performer. Uh-huh. And it's like, you know, My family goodness. family runs deep. I mean, you know, music yeah. runs deep in these families. Yeah. And uh, yeah. yours are Donnie's. And I don't know if you ever uh, have a choice to go do something else, you I, know. Well, it's that's, that's just right. <laughs> Yeah, you know, my dad's band. It was uh, his name was Daryl Moore, and it was Daryl Moore and the Country Kings. And then, then later on in the years, he uh, changed it to Taste of Texas. And so okay. when he passed, I I took on his band name, so it's Christy Kalen and Taste of Texas, and I've held that name, you know, for 24 years. And so, 
you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm so proud of it. You know, I'm proud to carry the torch and, you know, we were, you were saying about Donnie, he, my father, if you walk into a room with your back turned to the, to the band, you would thought, you would think that you were listening to Marty Robbins and he sounded just like, Oh, wow. Would get standing ovations everywhere he went. And, just wow. you know, even at his funeral, they played "Don't Worry About Me," and oh, wow. uh, and, it, and it was just so haunting because it it just seemed you know you could hear my dad and Marty's voice you know Marty singing oh, that wow. song. That's so, but, yeah. but yeah, we had you know we, we had huge family reunions, and people would come from mile big. We'd camp out on the river, and we'd have all these big. Um, big gatherings and people would come for miles just to listen to my my dad and his band play so oh, yeah i mean it's it's in my blood you know <laughs> so i don't think yeah it's it is <laughs> i'll never stop uh, i'll never I'll never stop so it's just what go. i do what i love to do well there is another legend that you have mentioned a little bit earlier and yeah. uh, that is leona williams so how did, oh, how did you two meet and get together? She's my favorite. Well, you know, going back to Pearl's Dance Hall, and um, and Leona, her and her band would play there quite a bit, and I just got to know her, and we just, you know, she's just become a very, very dear friend, and, and I absolutely love, love, love her music. She knows that she's She's my favorite, and, <laughs> and I, I, make, I make that known. She is amazing. She really is, and she's just she's going strong. You know, she's just she just know, released a new album that Chuck Chuck produced on her. Chuck Hancock produced on her. And, oh, that's great. And, oh, and it, great. it's it's a fantastic album, and her voice is just amazing. And uh, you know, we were uh, I was out here or out in. Um, and I'm trying to think what I'm saying here. I was in Nashville and I was recording okay. the, this, this honky tonks and heartaches album. And, uh, I was in the parking lot walking in and Leona was leaving. And I said, Hey, Leona, I said, I'm about to record. Yes, ma'am. And she said, Oh, you are. And I said, yes. And she said, I, I said, I would love for you to sing on it. And she said, I would love to. And I, I said, well, I'm doing it right now. She says, right now. And I said, yeah, right now. <laughs> so, so she came in, and um, I wanted her to sing a lot more than what what she did. But gosh, I was just so beyond thrilled that she she was on that on that song. But she comes in on the end of it, and it's just I love it. I really do. I love yeah, it. That's one of my favorite songs on that record. Great story yeah you, you know yeah. i was i was singing that song a lot you know I, and and when i'd play you know in the honky tonks and of course i would never sing it when when she was around and we were sharing the stage <laughs> together because <it's> just, <laughs> you, you know i always say that you you can't carry that person's socks and i couldn't carry leona Williams' socks so <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, anyway well, this is from the album Honky Tonks, Honky Tonks and Heartaches. It's Yes, Ma'am, with Christy Kalen and Leona Williams. We'll be right back. Well, 
you want your son to know. Yes, ma'am. I know you think that it's all wrong. And if he fails the way you do, I go back where I belong. Maybe someday. 
maybe someday. Well, you know, it's it's the the music scene in Texas is awesome, and it really uh, is. and so we've got a lot of friends that have have come from Texas and they've moved to Nashville and then they've gone back to Texas or or, or back. I know I've got several friends that have spent seventeen, eighteen years in Nashville and they've gone back. And uh, we've oh, yeah. got a guest that's guest that's uh, going to be on the show. Uh, was just on the show that um, was in Nashville for a number of years, and he now is living in Texas. You know. So, oh wow! Well, talk to us about the know, music scene in Texas. Talk to us well, a little bit about I mean, the music scene in Texas. It, there, you know, there's some different genres of music here in Texas, and you know, one is what they call red dirt. Um, right. And it's, yeah, and I'm sure you're familiar with that. And that's like the, the Pat Green um, uh, sound, and which is great, you know, and it's it's really big here. And they're, uh, Texas is um, really hopping with that. But there are still a lot of, um, I guess you might say, um, honky-tonks or, or dance halls, you know, still still around. Mm. Now, in, as far as Fort Worth, you know, you have the stagecoach, you have the Longhorn Ballroom and, or Longhorn and, uh, Saloon in the Stockyards, and you still have Billy Bob's, of course, uh, the world's largest honky tonk. But uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you know, down in South Texas, there are a lot of of dance halls and Green Hall being the oldest dance hall and do you know where that is where green hall i is? do not where is no. where's green hall green hall well it's in green it's it's german so it's spelled g-r-u-e-n-e okay oh, and i thought that was Gruen. you so thought i what? have heard of it but i was mispronouncing it yeah yeah but it is the oldest dance hall in texas it's down um in new Braunfels, texas okay uh, okay. Which is just yeah, Austin, San Antonio, um, uh, San Marcos area, uh, on the Guadalupe River is is where it's right. Hit. And so yeah, and I've played there um, several times, and and I think every every artist you can think of, you know, back in the day played there. George Strait, matter of fact, got his his uh, first appearance, I think, was there or got his start oh, there. Goodness. So yeah, yeah but. But there are, uh, yeah, like I said, there, the the music scene is big here in Texas. It is huge. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but you know, with with my you know kind of music, the traditional country music, it's it's um, kind of getting you know thinned out. But you know, there's several of us indie artists that are carrying the torch still. You know. And um, and they say that it's going to come back around full time. And oh yeah. <laughs> well, I'm so. actually I'm starting to see some of that where there is more of the traditional music that's being performed, and more young artists that are performing yeah. traditional yeah. Uh, music. And so that's that's kind of a cool deal. But uh, yeah. you have a fantastic sound. And yes, we're going to get uh, a little bit more of this before this show is over today. And uh, take me back. Tell me a little bit about this song. Take me back. Well, that was written by Chuck Hancock. And uh, I know I speak of Chuck a lot, but he he um, produced the album. 
and it was recorded at um, SMS Studios in, in Nashville with Mike Shrimp as the engineer behind the board. And um, Chuck is a, a singer-songwriter from, he's from Texas, and but he's lived in Georgia for I don't know how many years, for a really long time, so he makes his home in, in Georgia. And um, he's he's a great songwriter, and he wrote that song, Take Me Back, and, and I just, when I first heard it, I said, I have to record that song. And and it it's just a good old honky tonk shuffle tune, and he knows it that that I live and breathe that. So he, <laughs> you're he, so good at it. Too. <laughs> well, let's Thank take you. a listen to "Take Me Back." Okay. We'll be back in just a moment. All right. From the day that I first met you, you were. Yeah. 
Well, tell yeah. the audience that's listening around the world how they can find you. Give us a website and how they can get hold of your music and follow your tour schedule. Okay. Well, you can go to com. That's K-R-I-S-T-I-K-A-L-Y-N at uh, com. Or you can, uh, I'm on all the musical platforms, so iTunes, um, uh, YouTube, Spotify, all all the musical platforms. So you can find my music there, or you can um, contact me through the website. All right. Well, we look forward to actually seeing you dance around on the stage and, uh, <laughs> and, and having us do a little foot stomping. So that's going to be a whole lot all of fun. Right. There you go. Let's yeah, see. and Let's look see. forward to seeing you in Albuquerque later this year, too. Yeah, so that will be a lot yeah, of fun as well. Yeah, I'm excited about getting out there and, and meeting a lot of folks and making new friends and then uh, meet you guys in person. Yes. I'm we'll looking forward to, to that. you on for your showcase. Looking yeah. forward to that. Well, we're well. going to close out this segment with another great song from Honky Tonks and Heartaches. It's called can't make it past your memory. Anything you want to tell us about this, Christy, before we go? Well, well that's another Chuck Hancock song. You know, I mean, he he's such a I got to meet this powerful guy. Writer. He's talented. I know yeah, you, yeah. you do need to meet Chuck. Yes, uh, and he's you know that that man's won more awards in his uh, gospel Christian music than any other artist that I know. I mean, it's just it's just crazy, and he's. He's got a lot, a lot of hit songs, and he just writes such a powerful, I mean, it's just such a powerful, methodical force, you know. But and we don't, we often don't hear about the writers behind the songs, and you know, and and that's that they're the ones that that make that song and and bring it to life, you know. That's yeah. right. That's right. But he, if, if, if you he don't is, have a song, is. you can't sing it. So that's right. That's right. You can't sing it. That's right. So, but yeah, he he wrote that song. Can't make it past your memory. And I can resonate. You know, and I, I hopefully the audience resonates with all of these songs on this album because I I've lived it. You know, and I've experienced all these songs. And I'm you know I may not have written them. But uh, but that is one really good song, and I'm I'm proud to have Chuck's songs on on my album, and he did such a great job producing it. And he's just he's just the all around. Well, it is a great album, Honky Tonks and Heartaches. Christy Kalen has been our very special guest, and let's take a listen to Cat Make It Past Your Memory. Christy, thanks so much for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Christy.
Fabulous Donnie Winters, and he is our special guest for this last segment of Live from Nashville today. Donnie is a legend in the Western music, not Western music world, but the music world, and uh, comes from a long, long family history of music. So, Donnie, welcome to the show. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here, Gary. Well, we're looking forward to having you on for a while, so glad to have you with us. Well, I'm I'm proud to be here. Yeah, tell us a little bit about your family history, because this goes back at least three generations, counting you. Oh, yeah, my my grandfather had a band in Miami when I was just, uh, a matter of fact, before I was born, and uh, up until I was about three years old, called Pop Winners. And the Southern Strollers. My dad. Wow. Oh, I love that name. Well, yeah. And they were pretty popular in the Miami area. Uh, my dad and my Uncle Zach, uh, who was married to my dad's sister, uh, they were in the band along with some other family members. I remember my, my dad's sister, Rita Robbins. She was, uh, that was her stage name. Rita Winters was her given name. And uh, she was one of the vocalists. Uh, and like I said, they played all over, you know, uh, South Florida, I'll say. Okay. And uh, when my, my grandfather passed away in 1953, uh, all the people that he knew and family members, they told him that he needed to come to Nashville. And uh, so he packed the family up, uh, what was our family at the time, and moved us all up here. And I said, we've been here since uh, either late 53 or early 54, 1954. Oh, wow. And uh, Dad recorded for a local label when he first got here and had a a rockabilly hit called uh, Pretty Moon. And the other side was Be My Baby, Baby. And uh, and after that, he went to RCA Victor and uh, recorded with Chet Atkins, was his producer, and had several singles. He and uh, my Aunt Reva did some duets on RCA Victor uh, while they were there. And then uh, after that, 
we moved back to Florida for about six months. And then uh, while he was down there, he, he was singing in a club after, and he had a regular day job at that point. But uh, on the weekend nights, he would sing at a local club down there that would host uh, some Nashville acts. And just about everybody that came, uh, he knew from his uh, performances on the Grand Ole Opry uh, before we went moved back to Florida. Oh, wow. And uh, he got a job singing harmony with Webb Pierce, and that's what oh, wow. brought us back to Nashville. And he was with oh. Webb for about six months, and he was at uh, the Opry one night, and uh, Marty Robbins walked up to him. And told him, says, Don, if you weren't doing so well on your own, I'd ask you to come go to work with me. And my dad looked <laughs> at him and said, when do I start? Yeah. And that was that was the beginning of the, the history with my dad and Marty Robbins. Oh, wow. And uh, wow. Wow. after uh, when my brother and I, after we graduated high school, of course, we started playing music early, but just uh amateur you know uh, talent shows and things of that nature but after we right. got out of high school we started checking out maybe the possibility of starting our own band while we yeah. really enjoyed uh, the southern music that was coming out of georgia like the almond brothers and the marshall tucker from uh south carolina uh Whit willie from uh mobile alabama uh, all the the great southern rock bands, because most of them still had, they may be playing more rock sounding music, but when they opened their mouth, it was country music. Yeah. You know, like yeah. uh, Marshall Tucker and Charlie Daniels, especially, you know, they still had that twang, and that's what attracted us, you know, because well, we were young and we liked rock and roll too, but. The, yeah. the fact that they, they sounded more country uh, is what attracted us to that. And uh, so we, we hooked up with Charlie Daniels, and we wanted him to produce our first album for us, but he had just had uh, Fire on the Mountain had just came out, and he oh, was wow. having to do a lot of radio promotion tours, and he said that he was afraid he wouldn't have enough time to devote to uh, producing an album for us, but he he uh, turned us on to his keyboard player, uh, Joel Taz De Gregorio, and uh, Taz whipped us into shape, uh, taught us how to perform live and confidently. You know, it's like uh, because there's a lot of times when uh, your monitors may go out and you right. you can't stop. You know, you still need to right. uh, perform like like you know what yeah. you're doing. And, you were, uh, you were learning so we, your stagecraft. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, that's what he did the most for us was get us to where we could perform confidently under any circumstances. You know, whether the lights went out, you know, we still mm-hmm. – uh, and we used to rehearse about eight hours a day, about three or four days a week. Wow. Out of, oh, wow. uh, out of my dad's place in Franklin. And, uh, yeah, next thing you know, uh, we're opening shows for Charlie Daniels. And uh, we went to 
Macon, Georgia, and recorded at Capricorn Studios, which is one of our goals, and uh, yeah. got uh, to meet and, um, some of the great producers and engineers that we admire down there, and uh, not to mention Phil Walden and uh, the people he was involved with. It was it was great, it was a great experience. Wow, wow! You know those well, are, let's, those let's, are the experiences that, yeah. Go ahead, Dave. No, I was just going to say that's just pretty amazing. How, how old were you at, at that time? I mean, were you just out of high school? Well, we were in our early twenties. Okay. Uh, matter of fact, you know, when we first started touring, we were probably twenty-three. You know, and then by the time we got out, started opening shows for Charlie Daniels, we were twenty-four, twenty-five. You know, babies. Still babies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Uh, Yeah, still babies. The fact that we've been around Marty Robbins and my dad and and had, you know, some really great uh, business education from uh, friends of theirs and and that association, too, that we we felt like we, we were actually raised backstage at the Grand Ole Opry. Um, uh, our dad used to take us every chance that that he could, and uh, we got to watch these, you know, uh, Grendel Opry acts perform, you know, and wow. uh, we had our favorites among them all, you know, and uh, definitely Marty Robbins, and then um, well, some of my favorites was Ray Price, of course, Baron Young, yeah. Yeah. and uh, I guess my all-time favorite though was Jumping Bill Carlisle. Wow! 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 Let's let's uh, let's get to some music and come back and talk more. Man, this is like a living history lesson today that we're going through. Yeah, it is. But uh, let's let's take a listen to Cowboys Go Down Brave. This is Donnie Winters. We'll be back in just a moment on live from Nashville. Down here in Texas Staring at a mesquite tree Thinking about that woman I left back home in Tennessee Rodeo starts tomorrow I've done played my entry fee Hopes I draws a bucking horse that takes good care of me. Cause if I die tomorrow and they lay me in my grave, just write on my tombstone. Cowboys go down brave. Cowboys go down brave. Rodeos don't come easy. They wears me to the bone. Some 
leave me left with nothing less than my pride to take back home. Understands as no one else can This horse I've got to ride I'll take another shot of courage Take another pill for the pain And remember my theme song Cowboy Cowboys go down brave If I die tomorrow And they lays me in my grave Just right on my tombstone Cowboys go down brave Cowboys go down brave Cowboys Go Down Brave. I love the production on that song, Donnie. What's the story behind Well, thank you. <laughs> uh, well, actually, believe it or not, the song started out just as a vocal and guitar. And uh, I had bass added. And then I had uh, a steel player put his parts. And then I put uh, the uh, acoustic guitar leads in. Uh, we didn't yeah, use any I... drums on that, believe it or not. You know, I really love the string pads on that, too. You know, I don't know why string pads are not used more often in in country music anymore. I mean, back in the 70s, they were used quite a bit. Oh, yeah. Well, like I said, that's where I come from. I'm most, I am most <laughs> country. So whenever I, I call my steel players, there's, there's one guy, Mike Daly, uh, who plays with Hank Jr. Uh, and Travis Tritt, I think. Uh, but he, he is my go-to steel guitar player. But when I went and I needed some final overdubs on my CD here, he wasn't available. So I had to reach out to a couple of guys that I, I really wasn't familiar with, but they did a fine job, too. That's great. And, uh, yeah, very nice. Uh, I'll have to open up one of my CDs to to tell you their names. <laughs> you know, I want to encourage our listening audience to go to Donnie Winter's website. Your pictures on there of your um, of your oh, band's yeah. history. Oh, so many great pictures on there. Oh yeah. And I noticed that there's even a book of pictures on your merch um, in your merch store that your wife has done of backstage. Her dad cool. was a, a news photographer here in Nashville for many years. And uh, so she kind of took to that. And when uh, she and I hooked up and started dating and then uh, later got married, uh, she was 
not shy about taking pictures and uh just about all all of our gigs that she could go to and uh finally after a while she decided to to make a book of all her photographs and uh that's just one of them she she also put out a, a, a book of her dad's photographs too oh uh, yeah so donnie how did how did you and paula meet how did you and paula meet we were living in Franklin at the time, uh, across the road, across Wilson Pike, from Marty's Marty's place. Okay. And uh, Marty's steel guitar player, Bill Johnson, uh, his wife, and I'm I'm having a senior moment. I can't. Jackie, that was her name. And, okay, uh, I have a lot of those senior moments. It's it's slow, yeah. but but it, but it, it functions. But it comes <laughs> anyway. Uh, he was in town, and Paula had been dating their their son, Chris. And uh, so anyway, um, my mom and Chris's mom, Bill Johnson's wife. Uh, we're going to get together because they hadn't seen each other in a little while. And so anyway, Chris and Paula came out, and that's the first time I met her is when she came out with them. And then after that, we we started dating because they, they weren't actually dating at the time, but they were still friends. Okay. You know how that goes. you know. <laughs> right. But anyway, right. Uh, so I said, we, we dated off and on for about five years. And then finally. Oh, wow. One night I was on the road and I called her up about four or five o'clock in the morning. I'd been up all night and I asked her <laughs> if she would marry me. She says, well, I'll give you a couple of weeks to sober up and then you can ask me again. <laughs> so, so I did and I asked her again. And we, we got married on June 8th, 1980 and we just celebrated our 43rd wedding anniversary oh wow happy anniversary happy anniversary oh, that's great you. that's a great story that is a great story well i like this to find out a lot life. of times you know when i know a couple i like to find out how they how they got married and paula is a lovely lovely person it's always great to always okay. great to get to see her out so anyway well i want to get to another song uh and this okay. one donnie is rosita tell us about rosita well, as uh, I guess your listeners don't know, but my dad went to work with Marty Robbins, as I said earlier, in May of 1960. And uh, through that association, I, I grew a strong appreciation for cowboy music. I'd just always been okay. drawn. And when he first went to work with Marty Robbins, I, I went crazy because I loved El Paso. It was all over the radio. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. uh after that, and not to mention, when I was younger, on Saturday mornings, they would have uh, Gene Autry and Roy Rogers would alternate, you know, one on one week and then one on the other. And right. uh, then they'd have the Sons of the Pioneers or Foy Willing and the Riders of the Purple Sage with Gene Autry most of the time. Right. And, uh, and then... Later on, you know, I started discovering more and more 
uh, actual cowboy singers, you know, they, and, and I loved, I just loved by the whole feel and the expression of the cowboy music. And, uh, Another little backstory is that my dad was a very, very accomplished yodeler. I think I mentioned oh, that really? the other night at the Bluebird. Oh, yeah, he was huh. one of the best. And uh, he not only did he yodel every chance they let him at the Grand Ole Opry, but also as a, a featured artist in uh, the Marty Robbins Roadshow. Sometimes, uh, most of the time, Marty would uh, give him and Bobby Sykes the other harmony singer, uh, a, a slot in the middle of Marty's show. And that's usually when Marty would go and change clothes, you know. Right, and, uh, right. and then my dad would do three or four songs, and Bobby Sykes would do three or four songs. And uh, but Chime Bells was uh, probably one of the best versions of that song that I've heard anybody do. Slim Whitman, you name it. I mean, my, my dad you know, could hold his own, you know, with wow. him. Uh, although, was it Elton Britt, I think was a very accomplished yodeler that my my dad turned me on to later on. And he he was my personal favorite, was uh, Elton Britt. I mean, and then and my dad as well. But uh, yeah. my dad taught me how to yodel when I was about 12 years old. But it took me a long time to develop, I'll, I'll say, the courage, you know, to do it in front of people. And, right. Uh, this song I, I wrote as a tribute to all the great cowboy singer-songwriters as well as my dad. You know, and that's including Marty Robbins, of course, because uh, he he's, was primarily, I say, he was responsible for exposing me to the cowboy music. Outside so this is a Saturday morning, Saturday morning too. Saturday morning, current. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is a great song. It's Rosita, Donnie Winters, our special guest. We'll be back in a moment on live from Nashville. <laughs> Gathering of strength 
just love that. Rosita, Donnie yeah, Winters. Thank you so much. Great, great song. It. Great. Did I I can and I can hear a little Marty Robbins in that song. Yeah. Certainly. And oh, uh of course. Oh. Yeah. A lot of it. Yeah. The, yeah. The last I was at the last Saturday night at the Ryman for the Grand Ole Opry when Marty was performing that night. And I was uh too. such yeah, such well I should have run into you too. You know, but uh, and then we went out. Then we went out after the show. We went out to um, uh, what was it? The Pancake Pantry out near Vanderbilt. And uh, yeah. Marty and a couple of guys had, yeah, had come in there to eat, and we got to visit for just a minute with him that night. So that was kind of cool. Wow, wow. Well, I was going to say that I'm also hosting an open mic right across the street. From uh, the Pancake Pantry, a uh, little uh, club called uh, the Villager Tavern. Yeah, yeah. I, I do saw that. that. Yeah. I won't. You be have there some absolutely great guests down there for yeah, for your you writers' do. nights as well. So, but oh, you've yeah. got a you've got a gig coming up this weekend, don't you? Uh, actually, it was this past Monday. And oh, okay. as we're speaking, this past Wednesday uh, at the oh, Commodore okay. Grill, um, Monday I, I did a, uh, a feature, which was uh, just myself. I was a solo set. And then uh, this past Wednesday, I, I, I did a, uh, a round with two other songwriters. Oh, wonderful. And Man, uh, we got to get out more. We got to get out more. I know. We need to. I've got some more coming up, but I would have to uh, uh, go to my phone and, and check my calendar to see what dates they are. But I think they're later later in August. At, at, All right, at that's great. I don't have well, any De- actual Debbie Champion. Gigs. Yeah, Debbie, Debbie Champion, Champion does a great yeah. job putting on those Commodore Debbie events, does. and uh, yeah, we've been privileged to come and do some rounds quite a few times. I haven't done any this year. I don't know what's wrong with me. I haven't called or set up anything, but I'll have to do that going into this last to. part of the year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I really I really enjoy the Commodores. So if our oh. listeners are listening and if you're in the Nashville area, hit the Commodore Grill for the writer ra- writers rounds there and uh and, and then uh, Yeah, it's great. It is great. And then Donnie's Villager Taverns Writers Rounds, and those are usually on Sunday nights, aren't they? Yeah. Every Sunday, 7 to 11. 7 to 11. So Mary Kay and I are going to be down there on a Sunday night to visit with you and see that as well. Yeah, we need so, to go um, We're going to do that. We're going to do that. So this next song, Donnie, is Dusty Wins, and uh, oh. this was this was uh, Cowboy Joe Babcock. Cowboy Joe Babcock wrote this. Yeah, he sure did. Uh, first time I heard that was on an album called Portrait of Marty, Marty Robbins, and uh, I fell in love with it. And like I said, I was just. I was a young kid when this album came out, and I, I've loved the song my whole life, and and I just decided I wanted to do that on this album. Well, it is a great this song. Is, this is my own arrangement too. Yeah, <laughs> but it's, uh, it's, it's, it's close too. 
Yeah, it's it's funny because uh, I remember calling Cowboy Joe Babcock up and I said, Cowboy Joe, we've started a new uh, Western Music Association in Tennessee. And he said, look, can you call me back? He said, I'm in the studio recording. And he was <laughs> at that time 90, 90 years old. And I thought, yes, yep. sir, I'll call you back. But uh, still active, <laughs> yeah, still, just, still performing. It's still performing to this day. I'm so impressed. Uh, he's always been one of my favorites. I I knew him and, and still know him. Uh, you know, from the time I first met him, he's always been one of the nicest guys, one of my favorite songwriters. And uh, the fact that he wrote so many cowboy songs for Marty Robinson just uh, has always impressed me. Pretty amazing. And like but you, this is uh, like, Dusty Wins, and it's Donnie Winters. We'll be right back.
share one of their favorite stories of life on the road? Mm. I'll be honest, I haven't been on the road in a long time. Uh, (laughs) Other than uh, a few gigs that I've done with my brother over the past couple of years. And uh, I'm, you know, honestly, nothing really jumps out at me. That's a good thing. Opening shows, <laughs> you know, anything other than just opening shows for for some really wonderful people. Uh, yeah. Do you have a favorite? Yeah. Do you have a favorite person that you opened a show for? And and maybe something that was humorous when you were out with them. Well, my my two favorite bands that we opened up. Uh, a lot for was Marshall Tucker and Charlie Daniels. Yeah, and, that's uh, so cool. And I guess the coolest thing was uh, occasionally they would ask us to come out and sit in on what one of their songs with them, and uh, that was always a treat. But uh, as far as you know, anything standing out? No, it was all pretty much. You know, um, I, I I hate to say run of the mill, but it was, uh, yeah. you know, just an everyday uh, occurrence because I mean, we kind of settled into it, you know. And, so I got you. Uh, oh, Bob, got you. Bob Seger. Uh, we opened a show for Bob Seger, and uh, one of the real treats was they were taking a little long for their sound check, and then uh, the middle band would come back and do their sound check. Uh, after he did, because he was always first, but uh, we did like a six six day run with him. And this particular time, we were on the loading dock, sitting on our cases, wanting you know, waiting to take our stuff up on stage. And and Bob came back, and uh, this is back in was it uh, the was that big album that he did. Uh, I can't think right now, but it was it was one of the more popular ones in uh, the late seventies, uh, huh. like a rock, and uh, was it uh, blaming on midnight? And what was the other song off there? There, there, there was some really big songs on this album, but uh, he came back and he sat down and talked to the band and our road crew, like. We were old friends, and oh, wow. uh, it, it just it just did my heart. So we we really he was one of our heroes too, you know. Wow. And uh, it just really did my heart good, you know, for him to come back after taking so long. And he kind of apologized, and uh, but but like I said, he just you know he was just so cordial that uh, just a that, good guy. I, I do remember that, you know. Good guy. And it was Good wonderful. Guy. Yeah. Wow. Uh, LeVon wow. Helm. Uh, we, we, uh, LeVon Helm was a middle band on a Charlie Daniels run we did on Long Island and upstate uh, in the Northeast one time. And I said that was a treat for me because I was always a big LeVon Helm fan. Uh, other than that, opening for. Marty Robbins a couple of times, you know, and That's uh, amazing. <laughs> yeah, we like we were Southern rock, and there was such yeah. a contrast 
between that and and he was more traditional country and like I said the, the western but he always kind of saved a lot of his western music for the, the later in the show you know you're right but uh, right. that and you know getting to work with my dad and uh, dad even came out with us a few times when we were doing some uh, headlining ourselves and uh, that was a treat you know to to get to have our to have dad that. out there with us, and we would yeah. always feature him as well, you know, as a, as an artist. Of course. And uh, and then he would sing mm-hmm. harmony, and uh, he played acoustic guitar. Oh, it meant the world to us, you know. Just, it was a family affair, kind kind of like my granddaddy's band all over again. Yeah. Oh gosh. I guess working. Uh, I guess I guess working with Charlie Daniels had to be kind of a special thing. He was such a oh, neat you guy. Know it. We used to call him the Godfather of Southern Rock, and uh, <laughs> as there was. I mean, he was outspoken. If if anybody crossed him, you'd know it immediately. And uh, but it, on the other side, though, he was one of the most cordial. And uh, nicest guys you'd ever want to meet or be around. Uh, yeah, he took my brother and myself under wing, uh, just like we were family, you know. And, yeah. Uh, I, I I could never thank him enough for all that he did for us. He he was, well, he his, was the best. Yeah, his his loss a couple of years ago was was uh, pretty pretty oh, yeah. pretty well felt. People around the globe really miss old Charlie Daniels, but uh, anyway, oh, I agree. You are such fun to talk with, and uh, we're well, going to have to get together a little bit more often. You and Paula, and uh, we're going to have to have you come over to the house because we had a bunch of musicians over here not too long ago telling road stories. And once once one person tells a road story, then that brings up another road story from yeah, somebody else. And, and a few of well, them, a few of them you could even that. tell. Uh, you could even tell on yeah. the radio, you know. Some of them you can. Yeah. Some of them you can. But anyway, well, it's a lot of fun. If, if I'm in that environment, I'm sure it can jog some memory. <laughs> you know. But it's like, sure. you know, when you when you're when you're asked to to bring up something or recall something on the spot, you know I don't have time to think about it. You know, and, <laughs> and nothing really jumps out at me until oh, we talk about stuff. You know. Well, yeah. Now after yeah. this, you will think of one. You will think of one after yeah. this. So oh, next yeah. time we have you on the show, you'll have to bring that up. Well, listen for our audience around the world. Tell us how we can find your music. How we can visit your website and, uh, and and check everything out about Donnie Winters. Well, currently, uh, the only place really, other than if you come see me live, I always have some copies of my CD. Uh, you okay. can find me on YouTube. Just uh, look up my name, Donnie D O N N I E uh, Winters W I N T E R S. Be sure to put the S on there, because if you don't, you get Johnny and Edgar Winter. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, uh, you can also order my CD from, uh, and as well as some of the other merchandise you were talking about earlier, my wife's picture books, but at 
my website, DonnieWintersMusic.com. Okay. And it's all, all lowercase right. letters. Uh, and that, that'll take you to my website. And I'll, I'll get my wife to help me update it, you know, as soon as I can. I used all to right. have show dates, but I think the last show dates I have listed are from about six years ago. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, you can always catch uh, catch them at the Commodore and, and check out their oh, their yeah. uh, listings there to see who's playing when and where, and uh, and then visit the Villager uh, Tavern and uh, catch his writer writers. There you go, writers round. So a lot of fun. Well, Donnie, we're going to close out this segment with uh, if I'm lucky. Anything you'd like to tell oh, us about boy. this before we go? I'll, I'll make it brief, but uh, I wasn't always able to make my money playing music. So once I got married and started having kids, I had to get a, a day job. And when I did, I got a job uh, framing houses as a frame carpenter, and I built, uh, helped build quite a few houses out in Bellevue and uh, you know, the area that I live in. And... Uh, the car that I was driving to work, uh, one day the uh, rearview mirror just fell off. And it startled <laughs> me because I never really had that happen before. And it took me a little while to find that special glue that you got to have to put it back on with. But I got a song out of it, and it goes a little something like this. <laughs> All right, well, let's take a listen. If I'm lucky, Donnie Winters. Thank you for being with us today. You have been a thank joy. You, yes, thank you so much. Thank you, Gary and Mary Kay. I haven't thoroughly enjoyed it. I have. All right, oh, thanks good. a lot. All right, if I'm lucky, Donnie Winters will be right back. Maybe someday you will play for the 
fun getting to know our guest a little bit better and uh and donnie is such a neat guy and his wife paula and so uh it was great to get to visit with him and then christy kalen calling in from texas and and she's a neat gal i'm looking forward to meeting her in uh, november yeah. and uh yes, she'll be at the iwma conference so that's cool that's right that is right. But anyway, it has been a fun, fun show today, and uh, we appreciate everybody that's been listening around the world. Remember, you can listen to the Campfire Cafe, which airs live on Thursdays, followed by Saddle Up America. That's all at noon Central Standard Time. And then, of course, live from Nashville that airs on Saturday. You can hear all of these shows on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify our website uh, for all the podcast spots. Just search for Equestrian Legacy Radio and you can find us there. But anyway, thanks for listening today. We talked a little bit earlier, Mary Kay, about the fact that there was a tribute at the Grand Ole Opry the other day for Merle Haggard. And so one of the performers for that was our good friend Susie Boggess. She's done a great song from her album, Lucky. And that is a tribute album to Merle Haggard. But this one is the one we're going to close it with today called Sing Me Back Home. And, uh, darling, I'll see you shortly, okay? Thanks to you for listening to Live from Nashville. down. 